<laughs> Hello, welcome. Let me get my best Tim Curry laugh. <laughs> Just make me laugh. <laughs> Welcome to the Cult Classics Podcast, everybody. Oh, we're on? You can't see, but I have a snarled face because it's Halloween time. We're keeping our spooky series going. We're getting, we're keeping it lighthearted, not as funny, more kid-friendly. Uh, this is Cult Classics Podcast. Cameron Jones here, as always, with Mark Nussel alongside Jordan Jones. Um, we are going to keep it with a kid theme this week with the 2012 film Paranorman. Paranorman, it's the story of a kid who can see ghosts everywhere, and he gets roped into stopping a witch's curse. It's the sixth sense if you didn't have therapy. <laughs> We've got Cody Smith McPhee playing Norman Babcock, Anna Kendrick playing the sister, Courtney. Hey, Anna Kendrickson. Christopher Mintz-Plazé playing Alvin. It's so totally Alvin. John Goodman, Casey Affleck, Leslie Mann. Jeff Garland. Uh, it's like it's like in the same category as your Coraline, as your like James the Giant Peach. As Coraline, not- also like a film, Leica, who brought you such films as Coraline, Kubo and the Two Strings, Missing Link, Box Trolls, Corpse Bride, a couple other things. I mean, so it's a fun family-friendly movie, but this one I will say has a few more inside jokes and winks for the parents. It's a little more inappropriate. It's a little darker than kind of. Some I had of to double check to ones. make sure this wasn't PG thirteen. It almost, it feels like it could be. It's got the life lesson. If you've got two friends, then you're not a loner. Paranorman, in the defense of the 1500s judges, she was a witch. <laughs> like, a legit burn witch. Her burn, burn her. Ground her. <laughs> it's good to know after you die that if you burn ten kids, at least one of them was a witch. Paranorman. Paranorman. Is this movie a cold classic? No. I don't think so it's a it might grow to be like a classic is in the lines of like uh uh nightmare before christmas or just some of those other childhood favorites of ours nostalgia i think it'll just be a nostalgia favorite for a generation it's not a cult classic but i think this is stop motion's a genre of its own that these are guys that's true they're the only guys in the game anymore essentially this is like a whole other art form that's i mean that's super technical and really hard so those guys so it's a little cult like plus it's like a dark subject matter which i think kind of helps us like that that corpse bride, but actually a lot of the stop motion is kind of darker. About half of it, maybe for whatever reason, people accept stop motion to have darker themes than hand drawn or computer animation. I don't know if that's true, but for, this one is darker than a bunch. I of I mean, other it ones. might just be because it is a little bit of an off putting sometimes, like frame rate, and it is jerky that it does lean towards like a scary look, maybe. But is- I'll say this: in the genre of Halloween movies, mm-hmm. I think this is a bit of an overlooked one. I agree. I hadn't seen yeah. it before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Didn't know it existed. There you go. That's like right there. That People didn't know. Hopefully, we're getting the message out. This yeah. one's good. So is this a cult classic? No, but hopefully over time, it'll become some sort of Halloween animated classic. Well, stop motion classic. Uh, let's move on to cast and crew. Alrighty, cast and crew. Uh, like we said before, this film is directed by Chris Butler and Sam Fell. Um, Chris Butler also had his hand in Coraline, Missing Link, the Leica stuff. He he's wasn't the Leica director, guys. but he's kind of just yeah. He was in the room. I feel, um, I feel like if you're in that world, you. I mean, I feel like it's a small world, probably of claymation. So there's a lot of uh, reoccurring characters kind of going through there. I'd imagine. I don't know, but Sam Fell, I don't think was too much a part of the Leica Productions crew, but... Um, I, I do wonder about the, that. Like, the co-writer, co-director. The co- yeah, co-writer, co-director. Like, directing for animated series, I wonder how fluid it is moving between different forms. I mean, like, going from, like, claymation or, like, straight-up hand animation or just regular, like, live action. Like, I, I wonder how could crazy be wrong. it is. I think the Leica crew is pretty tight-knit, and mm-hmm. they do, like, a movie, like, every five years or ten years. Mm-hmm. I think they come up with the concept and make it, but... That makes sense. And it makes sense why like a director would go down that rabbit hole and kind of mm-hmm. like stick with the same same group, you know? Um moving on to cast, we have Cody Smith McPhee plays Norman. I didn't really recognize him from anything, but really he, think he's I know him. Let Me In. He's Owen from Let Me In. Oh, the remake, the American version, I'm guessing. I think he was just like a scary kid. Uh, yeah, has, it's definitely the remake. He, yeah. he this is <clears throat> the par- or Norman, right? Yeah. yeah. It looks like he's in some way in the 
X-Man Apocalypse universe oh, yeah, as a character. Oh, yeah, he actually is. He's Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. But oh, I haven't seen he? those, and I don't believe a lot in of the people In the newer do. one. The, like the newest. In like newest the first one. class gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, yes. Uh, Tucker uh, Albrizi plays Neil. Uh, again, I don't think I know him. Any from what from looks like on his IMDb, just kind of like a TV kid. Just any any kid actor from kid an animated TV. series usually has some sort of weird body of work from like Nickelodeon or Disney. I just don't know him. Yeah, something like that. His TV, he has a lot of TV credits. He looks like Danny Tamborelli's like cousin. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, one of those kids. He looks like Neil. He does look yeah, like he Neil. Looks, looks like, like they, Neil. Yeah. Sorry, Tucker. Uh, Anna Kendrick plays the sister, Courtney. Uh, got her start in Twilight. I mean, up in the air. Um, I believe she got her perfect. start playing little uh, Epony or whatever. Into the woods. Into the woods. Didn't she? Wasn't she in the Lame Miz version? Oh, I don't know. Who's the little kids in there with uh, the two little kids? Yeah, you. Cosette. Cosette. Don't get. Don't get me started. I think she played a little Cosette uh, when she was young. Don't rev me up and then just leave me. Musical family. Move. Yeah, I grew up in one. But yep, it's okay, like, well, who else we got? <laughs> I said it knowing I'd get cuffed, but I know facts sometimes. Yeah, Casey Affleck plays Mitch, uh, Neil's brother. Uh, maybe my favorite role is Ocean's Eleven. Um, I got to go with uh, the older brother in American Pie. That's pretty good. I mean, Gone, Gone Baby, Baby Gone is like probably, probably his best. I mean, it's one year or two. That or Manchester by the Sea as far as his best work. But yeah, you got to say that, but nobody's going to rewatch Manchester by the Sea. It was a sad one. Christopher Mintz Place, Plaza, Place. I mean, I say Plaza, you say Place. Voulez-vous? I mean, you know him from Superbad. Plays Kick, Alvin. Kick ass. He's the. He's McLovin. Yeah, he's McLovin. He's McLovin. Leslie Mann plays the mom. Uh, Jeff Garland plays the dad. Uh, Elaine Stritch plays the grandma. Tempest Bledsoe plays the sheriff. John Goodman plays Mr. Prendergast. Great character name, Wasted, mm. Prendergast. Seems like a good like children's book. And the voice of uh, of the the witch, Aggie, uh, is Jodell Furland. And she's just, I noticed she's just in a lot of scary you, movies. You, she we must do have know a her. scary her, She voice. got her start, Her she was the voice of Boo in Monsters, Inc. Who said, oh, oh, no, really? oh, no, never mind, sorry, I'm blending her with the ring girl. She's the little girl from Silent Hill is actually what I'm oh, thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, Silent Hill, there's, there's like a lot of other scary movies she's in. So that's about it uh, that I can think of. Yeah, I mean, we kind of glanced through some big names, but we've done some of those before, and you know who they are. I mean, you know, you know who John Goodman is, Leslie Mann. George of the Jungle. I didn't want to go there. I mean, Leslie Mann, Judd Leslie Apt- Mann is in jo- George of the Jungle. You kidding me? She, yeah, she is. Okay. I did, that's, I did not know that. I'm happy we circled back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, this was uh, the judge. <coughs> excuse me. Bernard Hill is the captain from Titanic. Kind of a oh, fun one. Huh. I would like, could you please look at my first... And he's all like the all king I wrote in uh, the Captain Crew. Nice. Hold on, show, hold on. show it to Mark. Jordan's on ja, Jordan nowadays. So Jordan, uh, Jordan brought notes. Ruffling of papers. That's why Jordan brought notes, so? and he brought physical <laughs> notes. Uh, apart from the kids, uh, kind of a bigger cast, though. That's normally how it goes. Although With these animated ones, yeah. I mean, a question I always have is why? Why? Why pay that much when you could just get anybody? Yeah, because they fucking spent three years on this, and they need to. I mean, kudos to any big name who gets know. it, but. The only one I get is if it's like Robin Williams playing the genie. Sure. Gotcha. You're paying for Robin Williams to do Robin Williams. But if they're just acting as a voice, now maybe they're talented. Steve from Full House wasn't good enough for you, dude. Yeah, what do you think? They didn't want Steve specifically? They didn't want Steve to play Aladdin? Steve. Did Steve get to do his own scene? And that's another thing. Cast somebody who can sing and talk. What's the fucking deal? Steve will show you the world. Indescribable. I can't sing. I can't sing. Uh, Let's move on to favorite aspects. Lights and favorite aspects. All right, on to likes and favorite aspects. They deal with a little bit of everything. It's witches. It's ghosts. It's zombies. Like they really do do a full gamut of like paranormal stuff. Um, couldn't. Yeah, they they nail so much. The part I like. Is they have nods to the genre. Are you reacting to football? Yeah, sorry. Cameron sorry, is a professional on. gambler at this point. Trying to be. <laughs> okay, I like the deep, dark color scheme of the movie. You got deep, dark reds, deep, dark purples. It's nighttime most of the time, so that makes me feel Halloween-esque. Mm-hmm. I, I miss the orange. I miss the fall leaves. But I, I, I like the look of the Thank movie. You. Obviously, like of films are... To the like balls, tops of the T's. I don't know if those are phrases. Cream of the crop. But they, their attention to detail and their craftsmanship. They're dotting their eyes. They're 
It's amazing. And on top of the color scheme, just going off that, they're not only crossing their T's, they're creating their T's movement. (laughs) It's just, it's just amazing. It's what they do. And then on top of the dark color scheme, though, like it is just a darker. We were kind of saying earlier, darker kids cartoon. There's a little more adult humor in there. There's a little more gore and just like gruesomeness, like hanging and like adult just content of just some of the. I agree. Uh, Off of just uh, not just service level and the craftsmanship. I think this is a more adult themed movie than a lot of a lot of them. Yeah, and you can't really say movies. like, oh, it's just it's it's part of the times. It was 2012, so like that's not that long ago. No, I don't think so. I mean, up to that point, we talk about it a lot, but Monster House, in my mind, kind of did that too. Where it was like, oh, it's a nice, like, kind of dark but still kids movie. But this trumps that as it's darker. Monster House is definitely a kidsier Halloween movie. Yeah, I'd say the the even there, even if I if I'm comparing this to Monster House, Jesus. I'm compared to this Monster House, which I love. I actually probably like it a little more mm-hmm. because of the fall stuff. Their jokes, their off-the-screen and one-liners are funnier than most kids. Oh, movies. I will actually agree with that. I I, I, I like Monster House, what they do, mm-hmm. and I'm just throwing that out as comparison. This one's, like, legitimately... A little funnier? It's funnier. Yeah. I have, like, um, stop-motion, like, physical comedy, which is, like, a weird category, but, like, Alvin breakdancing. Oh, is one, is one part <laughs> that where he hum- humps the ground or he just humps the ground. I think I could speak for all of us to say that we're a fan of any uh, just dan- weird dancing in a movie. But it turns out even in Claymation, just like, it translated. Just and like it was funny. Bits they did like Norman, like trying to take the book from uh, his uncle's like dead hand. like slam against the desk. Slam against <laughs> and then his tongue just lays across his lips. Yeah, I agree with that. Actually, they did have pretty good physical humor. It has the best. I'll say the best joke. Neil watching the DVD. You're like. Like the aerobic, uh, his mom's aerobic. The, the freeze DVD. frame. He says, hey, are you just pausing that workout DVD again? No. no. <laughs> and it's just paused. <laughs> the the good joke of Norman gets a call from Neil and it's the Halloween. Yeah. And then he's out there. You want to play oh, hockey? the Halloween gag that's, is so that's good. That's the best gag in the movie. Yeah. Uh, to, there's a ho- he, Norman has a Halloween theme song ringtone and then he pulls open the window and it's Neil outside wearing the hockey mask. You guys like know right what we're talking the, about. The, the so sheet. I love the look of it. I love the craftsmanship, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the adult humor, or just just humor, the jokes push this one above a little push bit. Push it above some of the, some of these other ones, and the adult themes. Oh, like yeah, I agree. With um, that. I mean, if you're gonna say that, you have to be like, oh, hey, what are you watching? Like, uh, sex and violence. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually kind of a weird line in like delivering that movie, but you know what? That's a good time to move on. Maybe weird to... delivery, funny joke. Yeah, agreed. 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 Uh, should, do you guys want to move on to unverified? unverified. Uh, all right, let's kick it off with some unverified. Um, I kind of have a, a little bit of a longer one right now. I'm going to read some. Uh, Mark wrote a speech that he wants to read. The I class. wrote a manifesto. Uh, in the late 90s, Will Vinton Studios, known for its stop motion films and commercials, uh, sought funds for uh, you know bigger movies, um, and they brought some outside investors, including Nike, the the Nike CEO Phil Knight, whose son worked at that studio. Uh, he, basically, be good sometimes. He, he jumped on like hoping that like they could pursue like feature films instead of like he, he was just trying to help him out essentially because his son was an animator. That's awesome. Um, for us. Uh, for then the following year, Henry Selick, director of The Nightmare Before Christmas, joined the studio as a supervising director. It made it legit. Um, basically, they changed the name to Leica. Uh, named after the dog sent to space by the Soviet Union in 1957. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say, is it just named after the dog? Because even their name's just dark. Yeah. There's actually a song I like. I mean, but think about, about this. What year Austin did Manor. you just say that Austin they Manor. created it? Like a, say it again? What year did Was that like 92? Uh, in the late 90s, that's when the Will Vinton Studios was was created. But like when uh, when Nike took over, it was like 2002. Okay. So their first feature film probably didn't come out for... Like six years after that, right? Yeah. So, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas director joined in 2005. That's what kind of like jumped everything off. Good stuff. Uh, if there's anything I can say from this, go out and watch their movies. They should win Best Animated Oscar every year they put out a movie. Even though Pixar's are way more entertaining <laughs> from a plot and story standpoint. But don't you think they've got enough? Like, apparently they did stop motion for like two years. Like, to make this movie like think about that like every day like your job 
Super five time. Five days a week, seven whatever, whatever it is. I'm sure they were. T- what would you guys do? Or I'll tell you what I would do. Years of that. If I had to make a stop motion animation, move a stop motion animated movie, two characters max. <laughs> That's all I would do. One set. One set, two characters. You're doing a Quentin Tarantino. Stand you're at the di- place. Of- you're doing like <laughs> a lot of dialogue. AT&T commercial. You it's and amazing. the listeners should go onto YouTube and like look at the behind the scenes of. It's fun as shit. Paranorman. It is insane how they make these characters. If I know at the end of um, Box Trolls, it's insane. At the end of Box Trolls and the closing credits, they time lapse how long it takes to make like thirty seconds, and it's like it's, it's, it's amazing. This is kind of interesting. So the uh, the seven like uh, cursed uh, pilgrims or townspeople, uh, the zombies, zombies, the zombies. The only one that actually gets named is the judge. But it turns out all of them do have like a name and a backstory. So usually before films come out, they'll like send out press stuff and like just fun gifts and stuff for people they're sending the screeners to. And for this one, they sent a box full of grave dirt. And inside of that grave dirt was a coffin with a claymation of one of those zombie characters inside with their full backstory. And then and then the screener. So they send it to like I'd be so pissed. Kevin Smith and like uh, I don't want to read through all those people, but essentially they just, that was their fun like little gift screener. It was like a little coffin you had to dig out and like That's with fun. your movie. That would be one of the perks. As I would somebody... have made a mistake to like you know there's like um, eat it. You think it's Oreo? Yeah. What, yeah, what do they call those? Like those <laughs> worms like in a cups, yeah. graveyard yeah. or cup. Yeah, yeah. I like to take a big spoonful of that. God, I oh, wish I could get in a situation where those are getting handed out sometimes. Soil. You got to get to like a fourth grade. Halloween yeah, that's the party. problem. <laughs> that's that. Uh, you, should, you shouldn't be that. I should avoid. They're not all happening that. this year. Um, this is a first child animated movie. Just, I'll just say animated movie to have an openly gay character in Mitch. Oh, didn't even think about that. Yeah, because think it's funny how not funny. We've come such a long way from 2012 to now in eight years. Mm-hmm. Even that, it, there'd be gay characters in movies now. I would assume. More and more. But it was cool how back then when the movie was made, he just said he was gay and it was a little bit of a joke because the, the right. sister had a cough on her. But it wasn't over the top in a bad way. He was just gay. He yeah. was gay. Well, now we're on page two <laughs> of George's loose leaf paper. <laughs> no, kind of, I'm sorry. Loose leaf I'm goes sorry. in the bun. Hey, it was printed out. He took the time to type this today. This is kind of interesting thinking about all the work we were talking about putting into this. It was like troubling for them to animate the beginning sequence with the horror zombie movie because they had to get the frame rate different so it could look choppy. They also were like turning the camera to get kind of bad oh, wait, camera you're angles. Oh, talking about the uh, like So the, the scary movie, movie yeah. Norman is watching, yeah. Yeah, they wanted that to have that like campy 70s look, but in order to do that they had troubles actually kind of descaling their process enough so that they could actually still get like a working image that wasn't too choppy. Um the town this movie takes place in is called Blythe Hollow. And they just took two legendary scary stories. Sleepy Hollow and Sleepy Hollow and No Coward's Blythe Spirit. You know, that one. To get Blythe Blythe Hollow. Hollow. (laughs) Uh, This is something I didn't notice, but next time I watch it, I'll look back for it. Norman and Mitch never talk to each other in the movie. I did see that one, and it's funny. It also makes sense, though. Wait, Norman and who? Mitch. The older brother. They do kind of respond, though. Like, Norman will say something. He will kind of be like, oh, I didn't know we were coming here. Yeah, so I'm not... I I feel like that might be a bit of a cheat, though. I'm not sure if that's exactly right. It's something to really watch for. That's probably the the, the best uh, Easter egg-y one to watch for. It's like, is that true? Uh, That's kind of all I had for facts. There weren't too many on this one for me. If anyone else out there on the interwebs found any cool facts about this movie, and I'm sure there are because these are labor-intensive, hard movies to make, so... If you have a fun fact that we missed, make sure to write us in on the movie posters on social media, or you can email us. Till then, we're moving on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. When does this take place? I think just current day. I would say, yeah, no, modern day. What time of the year? See... That actually might get into not likes and favorite aspects. It doesn't give me like huge, huge Halloween, 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 Halloween vibes. It gives me kind of spooky. Okay, so I was going to touch on that in another uh, category. Touch on it now. But we're touching on it now. I agree. If there's one thing to be. So is Gremlins a Christmas movie or not? Okay, we're not opening that fucking can of words at all (laughs) right now. But Cameron, I think I'll take this. I'm glad you. Oh, God. Um, No, I agree. I think it may be summer. I mean, it's early school. 
Right. If there's if there's one aspect I long for more, it's the foliage color. Well, yeah, d- due to the trees, I would at least guess around fall. Too green. It's too green though. Yeah, that's true. The, They're doing a pa- a pageant. Okay. It leaves a little to desire in maybe a little more Halloweeny. We could use a little more. Yeah, I would say without getting too nitpicky, the only big animosity would probably be just like a little, just a little more Halloween give me, festivity. Give me two more jack lanterns. Um, no, I want like a thousand more jack lanterns. Yeah, candles. I don't know. I did. I did look up though. I did look up. The release date was late summer, before August, like late July. So okay. it, it so wasn't a Halloween helps. release. Yeah, that's tough. But well, it does uh, seem like they made. You know, it seems I'm like not knocking it as a good movie to watch around Halloween. Yeah. I agree. I think it is. But I'm with you. There, it could be just ugh, just a little more. But I'm not watching this on October 31st. No, that's why. With well, that's why. And I think we've cultivated a good list. It's a nice early entry into the Halloween. Early scene. entry, love it. Yeah, it's not, it's not a tried true classic Halloween. This is definitely a Halloween. No, movie. Yeah, I would agree. That I would say this is still in it. It feels themey. It doesn't feel the I Halloween. I mean, it's not theme, pumpkin it's still... spice latte in August. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's some what people I'm go all out, but you know, I think it's a, it's it's good. It belongs in October. Uh, I have an animosity with Norman. Uh, at this point, you've had this gift your whole life. You're dealing with your grandma. You should know not to be that obvious and weird just around normal people. Just, like, be quiet. Like, in fact, she's so much more talkative with the ghost. Just, like, flip that, reverse it. Hold be a little more talkative with normal people and, like, don't talk to ghosts are, as much. Are you bullying right now? You, I'm you, just be, saying. He's being a bully. He's a little bit asking for it with how, like, oh, <laughs> he's just, like, just walking down the street like, oh, look at me. Something I can see dead people. Say. So you agree with Norman's bully dad. Would say. I would, I'm, more, I'm more quoting Mitch. I more agree with Mitch. Like, look at me. I can talk to bad people for attention. More of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't get into it. Uh, didn't think about it from that aspect. But yeah, that little nerd should just be cool. <laughs> Let's bash some nerds, dude. Bash some nerds. I'm just saying, at least he could be a little more discreet. But like, hey, what's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, Carolyn? Maybe like, well, just don't be okay. like yelling down the street to nobody. I'm hearing out your idea. It seems like Norman's got it in a good place, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe when he was younger, and he, it seems like he freaked out more when he found out he had this. Ah, ah. Yeah, like ghost shit, right? Right. Um, we all saw um, Six Sense. <laughs> yeah, those ghosts seem like way not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we're in between Casper and the Friendly Ghost and the Sixth Sense, we're about in the middle with these ones. Mm-hmm. They're a little scary, but you know they're they're not whatever Sixth Sense is. Um, but th- this is like a new chapter in Norman's development, right? Yeah. Of it, so it's kind of like he's freaking out again. Yeah, he can't true. uncork the weird. Well, I'm not bottle. even talking about the freaking out. It's just at the beginning, he's just talking we've to ghosts like normal. We've all been, we've all been uh, youngsters. Yeah, we were the worst. I was the worst. I was pretty chill. <laughs> I regret nothing. And now you're the worst. Now I'm the worst. <laughs> now it's haunted me. It's haunted me in my adult years. And okay, kind of going off that to like. Hawaiian shirts did come back though. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> and bandanas. Are, are come back at it. Uh, um, Linked okay. animosity though with like Pendergast, his uncle. Like same thing, like kind of at least smart for him to like appear in the bathroom. Be like, hey, at least we can talk discreetly. But he didn't have to come up through a toilet. John Gidman could have just like floated in through the wall and be like, hey, you in here? I know you are. So I wrote down the Pendergast character, the, the, the point of the discussion, right? Mm-hmm. He has to relay this message, but he's doing it in the way, and I find myself relating with this. You ever had a conversation in your head, and then you talk to somebody like they're part of it? <laughs> yeah. That's what Pendergast is doing. He's not relaying the information enough. Like, we should have a discussion and talk. But it also <laughs> seems like maybe related to... The gift, the shine, whatever you want to call it, the mm-hmm, paranormal right. activity. It seems like Pendergrass is also just off his rocker. Oh, he's good and crazy. Non-related to ghost stuff. Yeah. It seems like he's And little, then on top right. of that, he's got ghost stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. he. That, I mean, that's an animosity. He really could have at least told him that yeah, the grave is somewhere else. on like, top of other stuff. Like, he just really missed like the main the main point of like, oh, you have to do it here. So. Well, then I have a question fail. with that. Is he just crazy because of the ghost stuff or... You know, I, th- I think I, he is. Yeah, I who, think that drove him okay. crazy. I don't think isolation is good for people. Stay safe out there, guys. No. <laughs> Call your loved ones. Uh, okay, you know how when you die, your soul leaves. The dog wouldn't just stay there, right? The dog's it's just gonna yeah. What undefin- wander I mean, around? It needs to be there for Neil. There's rules, whatever you want. It's but there for Neil. Okay, you're right. I didn't wh- think of that. Oh, the unfinished business is Neil still needs him. Sure. Yeah, that's okay, what I'm sure. just throwing out now. We just agree that Don't ghosts be are sentimental. I was just asking. You know, which actually like links me to a question though. Well, that's like, actually another funny line. Just it, it, when they come, I'm gonna think of them. How'd your dog? How'd your dog die? <laughs> or he explains how his dog died. He's like he got hit by a 
like, like animal rescue. Yeah, it's like animal rescue. <laughs> Uh, Tragic and ironic. Kind of like Tragic anim- and a little ironic. bit of an anim- animosity, kind of a question. But like his grandma, she said like her unfinished business is looking after Norman. She was at the beginning and the end. She didn't do anything to help this entire movie. She sat on the couch and watched. Yeah, uh, she watched TV and just like whatever she watched. Yeah, that I thought, that's, movie maybe I thought over that as well. Maybe she just lied to Norman. It's like, you're my unfinished business. Shut the fuck up. Watch your TV. I'm pretty afraid I'm going to end up in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, spoiler alert, that's where the. the the settlers are going to be like the judge and his group. Their faces do they're going look, to fiery hell, right? All of their faces when they're like dissolving do look pretty. Uh oh. Oh. We don't see light. We do, but it's firing. Uh, on hell. that same kind of context, the judge, mm-hmm. even as a person, he's just a zombie. Like that guy is a zombie. Yeah, he's oh, terrifying you mean in life in and death. In human form, right? Yeah. Yeah, you his, his bone form. structure is evil. <laughs> yeah. Evil. No way that guy's good. No, um, they tried to make me feel bad for him, but I didn't. Uh, Did you feel bad for the? I didn't. I no, didn't. Like fuck off, man! You guys burned a kid or something? No, hunger. Hunger. You know, hanger actually hanger. is the proper term. Well, um, I don't have animosities about the storytelling. In fact, the comment I have compared to the other Leica movies, I think this is the best story they have. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kubo and Two Streams is pretty cool. Box Troll is a little weird. This one's, I guess, the most watchable story. Okay. So like it's Kubo like a good a mixture of their, their skill. I actually never finished Coraline. Box Trolls. I only saw the start of it. Box Trolls, I, maybe it's a, it's probably got a source material. Uh, I almost wanted to put this under favorite aspects, but this is my favorite line of the entire movie. One, I love it. This the is a quote, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold I, on, I, then. We There's not a lot. We don't want to do too much Neil. First off, oh, I love... Oh, I love. This actually isn't. This is a random. This isn't <laughs> this is even a character. A uh, okay. First off, I love that they're doing... The kids at the pageant are doing Season of the Witch. I just think that's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> also, there's just a lot of throwaway comments with the parents being like, we're going to want to remember this since the kid's like yelling, burn the witch kind of stuff. And like just <laughs> kind of just kind of funny lines there. But it's at, at the end of the song when like Season of the Witch and just some adult says, <laughs> you, you suck. suck. <laughs> yeah. I just love that. Also, there's just a really bad note on witch. Witch. <laughs> hey, guys, let's... <laughs> like... Not everybody can sing, you know? <laughs> Hold on. I'm sure I hit some that's, notes. That's just a funny little bit. That's funny. <laughs> you suck. It's a reminiscence. If we made a, a Mount Rushmore of You Sucks, it'd be this one. And then there's a great You Suck in Wedding Singer. <laughs> um, I didn't write down a lot of them, but the Alvin character played by Mick Stuffin, McLovin. <laughs> Jesus. It's, um, he has so much stuff that he just talks Talks, 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 and it's funny. <laughs> Every anytime he's trying to hit on a girl, the dance scene, the fact that everything. Got, like, gauges and he just kind of like looks like a pear. <laughs> yeah, I I would say his character out of everybody in Paranorman looks most like the Leica characters. Right. Um, which, how do you feel about the actual characters themselves? Normally, in these type of movies, it's the thing I like like the least, the design of the character, but. I'm okay with it. If I'm going to like really look at the characters, they kind of disturb me. <laughs> the only, the okay. only kind of, yeah, that's the right answer. The only character that was kind of a little scary was the mom to me. The, oh, yeah. The mom had a goofy face. You don't think Alvin was kind of like, he was like, Alvin was creepy he was, too. I he thought was Alvin like was the creepiest. He was, I mean, he was goofy looking, but her facial features seemed like unproportional or just yeah, weird. She's yeah, she's got, she's odd. got a pinched face. Yeah. It's all inside. Yeah. Um, I actually think Norman himself is good. Yeah. Norman's fine. But Looks a like lot of the other of ones. Celery. Yeah. I mean, Mitch is pretty top heavy. They're always kind of fun, whimsical, unbalanced things, though. Uh, I got a. I, I, we've missed a gag. Got comment. Children. The chip gag when the zombies are coming down the alley and there's just some guy <laughs> waiting for a bag to come out of a vending machine. I actually That's like actually that white trash gag. Joe Dirt character. <laughs> um, when they're doing, uh, when they're interviewing them, the TV crews are in the, after the melee the next day. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, it was my mentality. They made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Ugh. Also, there's like a little kid that rips off a zombie arm and also throws a flaming bear into the courthouse. That kid's a sociopath. When the town when the town folk are attacking the zombies, I don't know if this is, I guess it's just kind of a question, like, how did they escape? Like that is some like kid movie magic right there that they Wait, just all sit again? Like when the town when the town folk are attacking the zombies right. and they're beating the shit out of them, how do they escape from that mob? How does anyone let them get out the zombies get out of their sight? You know, they're town folk. So oh yeah. And then all of a sudden they're at the town hall. 
or whatever. Yeah, just that the whole is. escape is mind-boggling. I mean, they're already they're already dead, so it's like some of them got disbanded. Again, like, we're like this. I mean, there's probably limited questions, comments, animosities you can have with like a stop-motion animation crazy. I got one for you. Okay, question. Okay, the zombies. Okay, Norman can talk to the dead, right? The zombies are dead, but they aren't ghosts. Like they still have shit. They should be able to talk. Like I get maybe they're just like trying. They make but. noises. I mean, they have that little gimmick in there. Yeah, which so is fun. I do like that. Them, so it's like worth it. Up until then, I didn't realize that he was the only one that could understand them. True, and he should have maybe the main zombie, the judge, maybe should have been a little quicker, quicker with that. Stop the curse. Maybe <laughs> maybe a little quicker. Uh, granted, you just woke up, but now I have a recasting for him. <laughs> Okay, so Golly the, Richard Harris, uh, the little the little girl, the witch. Yes, What's her, her name, name is her last name is Prendergast. 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 Oh yeah, that's Agatha. Why. So, Agatha. are we to believe that she's essentially related to? Uh, yeah, I, I have to believe there there were distant relatives of. Yeah, I, I I had thought that the first time, and I continued to, in some way. He didn't bring it up. Maybe he doesn't even didn't know. Maybe he it. didn't even put it together. But I did. Um, would it, just in an all you know, if it didn't take like two years to make just an alternate ending, Norman's like after he gives his his speech to the witch, he's sure. like, you know, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Essentially, uh-huh. she's like, mm, gonna burn everybody. Uh, I'm pretty sure she responds. Yeah, she responds with that by slamming him up against a tree trunk. Like I don't know, three, three four, four times. times. Yeah. <laughs> almost like enough to kill somebody. The visuals in that scene Surprise, completely he didn't separates nice itself from any other kids movie. Yeah, that like another kids movie would not have. And a I'm character even bashing considering into. Coraline, which they did. And that like, one was dark, but like not as kids dark. Yeah, not adult dark. Yeah, yeah. This one's very sad and depressing. And, you know, loneliness mixed in with child killing. It didn't killing. necessarily leave me feeling well. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Didn't feel that. And uh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, Norman and her dad are never going to get along. No. <laughs> so your grandma's here, huh? I mean, maybe on the plus side to look forward to for Norman. I mean, it seems like Agatha had some witchy powers. Maybe he can do more and he's really just not pushing himself. I guess he can get real cursy. Uh, I never cursy. got the vibe that he could witch it up. I feel like it would have happened by then. No, I think we're also led to believe she's not a witch. She's just, you know, Norman. Just ghost, just ghost powers. That's all they got. That's what we got. I have something really nitpicky uh, okay. that let's I almost don't want to say it because this is kind of a diggish thing because, like, it is stop motion. It's very labor intensive. Uh-oh. It's time Uh-oh. consuming. But I do have one comment, and they it, they fix it by mid-movie, but sometimes with claymation, you'll get, like, a weird sound design where it's clearly just, like, they're recording the sound effects, the Foley stuff. They're recording the, like, audio. Right. But you're kind of just missing that ambient room noise where it's just too dead. Like, it's just, you can clearly hear it's, like, a, a scene put together instead of just, like, a natural sound. And it's just because, like, the music, ah, there's not that much, there's not as much music at the beginning. It's a little campier and kitty. But, like, by mid-movie, it gets, like, big and scary and, like, do-do-do, like, big anthemic scores that it kind of covers that. So, I noticed, actually, um, to that point, like, in the middle, of the, I was like, if, if this music wasn't here, this would be super weird. Yeah, well, it's like and that. It was a just li- kind of like plunky. Just ding, 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 yeah, it's ding, like that ding, a little bit in the ding, beginning where it's too much of that ding, stuff, and like the sound design just isn't as full. But it helps when we get the mob, multiple voices covering up and yelling, and then like the music on top of that. that Doing a stop motion uh, movie feature film would be incredibly hard. Yeah, it would be terrible. Any animation. What's that, by what's that one gimmick you showed There's me from... Uh, yeah, we brought yeah, um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec words. It is amazing. Stand at the place for you. Is that? Is that? <laughs> yes. It's like, a, I, uh, it's like two and a half seconds. I'm actually... I'm not saying this as a joke. I'm surprised you never tried to make a, a stop, little stop motion thing I, as a kid. I tried to that get into like animation a, a couple That years. seems like a chirp. No, it's not. I really think it would be something you I tried getting tried. into animation a couple of years ago. It is time consuming. <laughs> Did you? I mean, yeah, I bought some. I bought. You were, yeah, it happened in the last house. I got some software. Animation? No, no, no. Just like basic animation oh, okay. software. How, how would you rank? Would you Would you have to put Robot Chicken in and as an honorable mention? Yeah, 100%. of course. Yeah. yeah, It's not as good, but the, the jokes there, are just well, there, so are, there aren't that many things in the game, so I think anything you can so reference. All box troll tr- stuff. I would assume that. Anything you can't mention is just. Sorry, like. like uh, um, how far did uh, um, Tim Burton actually do claymation? I assume Corpse Bride is Coraline his too. No, no Coraline is these guys. He, actually. He's Nightmare on he's Nightmare Before Christmas. I know he's, and, I knew he's and, like a, uh, and Corpse oh, yeah, Bride. He's, you're saying he's uh, he's his own thing. Well, I guess Disney eventually. He's these guys. 
Um, he did he do James and the Giant Peach as well? May produce. Yeah, he, there's a connection he's there. A, he's connected, or if not connection, it's the same co- production company. Listen, that one's the forgotten one out of this the whole group. I've seen it, but do we? Has, does anybody remember it? I watched it a lot as a yeah, kid. But I had that actually. Oh, okay. yeah. So that I misstepped. That's how all my comments go. People who listen is like, yeah, we fucking did. <laughs> well, I didn't. Wise grasshopper. <laughs> Maybe I assume that's from that. Inchworm. <laughs> I assume. Um, the last kind of thing I had is I do like that the eighty that the zombies have their own motif and it's kind of like an eighties like like just like little like chirping uh, like synth part. I don't know. I like that they have like a. It's kind of it's like it's like it's like the same thing almost at the beginning of the zombie movie at the, like the beginning cut they have like the same kind of just. Down, 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 kind of music going with it. I think I like they that. cover the motifs of horror movies well yeah, in this movie. I agree enough to where it's. It's it's good nods. It works well. Hmm. Actually, I have, I have a question. Go Actually, ahead. just catapulting off of this question that you're about to say, and then piggybacking <laughs> off of what Jordan just said. I'm actually going to cartwheel onto that one. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, so there's some like, dark subject matter, but is there another animated movie that you think has like, struck a harder chord than kind of this bowling uh, vibe they have going or something that's been darker? Well, it's tough because I did I mean, watch this one today. I mean, Disney so always fresh. Disney always has like a harsh death in every movie, but you seen this has Fern some. Gully? But this has some like harder subject matter. Hey, for you ever seen Burn Gully? Um, Not in years. I've seen yeah. Avatar. Just don't litter. My- I think what is different in comparison to a lot of kids' movies, the way they portray it's more realistic and adult themed. That's true. It's not heavy-handed. It's, it's not as whimsical. I would not assume that if a kid watched this, they would feel the same way. We, I mean. Because our not just because our emotional intelligence is more, I think it's just above their head. What was a movie you things. saw as a kid that was kind of like this? You were like, oh, oh the, shit, The Elephant Man. <laughs> it was sad. As it was fuck. not a kid's movie, but <laughs> yeah, you were like fucking twenty six. No, I saw that when I was like seven, and it <laughs> really fucked with me. Um, what so was a kid's movie man. that made me feel like this? I mean, I don't think we had anything as as dark. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas was close, but that was still that's not dark. That's just again, I don't kidding. think that, that is dark. Like. At the time, though, that was kind of like a darker... Yeah, but what I, I think what the way I see it is it's dark emo. in... Um, it was emo. In the look of it. But it was still kitty and fun and whimsical. Well, and, I mean, what's the? it's more of a love story, that one, right? Yeah, again, it's not... This one is just darker subject matter. Just It's I mean, grittier. In that all one's honesty, still... from a sad level, and Disney's got their thing, but Land Before Times, maybe? You're dealing with extinction. Oh, yeah, that's you're true. You're dealing with... A dead parents, but that's kind of well. Like you really only—that's just really a Disney dead parent. You never deal really with the extinction. Uh, so, like with a lot of our kids' movies, there's just kind of less things to draw from because it's it's about make believe and it's claymation, and it's whimsical. So, if you have anything else that we, you think we missed, make sure to write us in. But we're going to move on to recasting. Okay, welcome to Recasting. Recasting. Uh, this is a fun one because it's just voice work, so I mean, it's a little less to work off of, but let's work pretty low off the list. I think I might be the only one. Did anyone do The Judge? Yeah, I got one. Okay. But it's I did, just... I, I didn't do The Judge, but I could probably come up. Uh, I did uh, Christopher Lee. He's Saruman from... Yeah, that's uh, the obvious choice. I mean, okay. he just has the deep voice. I mean, it's just the deep, booming voice. Well, I went similar. Okay. Obviously, R.I.P. I went to Richard Harris. Interesting. Because it's how slow. Oh, you know what? He, you know what it is? It's the sad. He's definitely the sad zombie. We were scared. That's and at the, that point, just like dog and a beer, dog and a beer. <laughs> Luke, I am your. Fo- just putting James Earl Jones in there. I'm just putting James Earl Jones. I'm, I'm Darth Vader. I'm fine with that. He's got so much timbre. He'd be like, "Yeah, we burned her. <laughs> we hung. We, we hung hanged. her at the hung her, hanged her at the stake." No, I like order. that you changed your your turn of phrase there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, who else did you guys have lower down? Did you guys have a... Uh, let's do the parents. Did you have as Perry, the dad? Billy Crystal. Huh, that'd Love be fun. it. That'd be fun. <laughs> Love it. I like that a lot more. I did Ray Romano. I don't know. And Jordan, I think you're going to hate that for like some shout reason. shout loudly like in some sort of... Uh, yeah. I just don't get this kid kind of things. So. I got it. And it's going to change the some character. Sort of it's going to not be as jolly, but Bill Burr. Okay. Yeah. This fucking kid. Yeah. I gotta deal with this goddamn kid. <laughs> That'd actually be pretty funny. Like a Boston I mean, accent. Yeah. Like it's a- his F is for family, so it's kind of a cheat. Like I know what it would be like. We'd definitely be pushing PG thirteen. And especially think about this line when um Norman says, I didn't ask to be like this. When the door shuts, Bill Burr be like, 
Neither did we. No, it'd be, it'd be his whisper like, yeah, neither did I, kid. Oh, actually, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. so that's not okay. I like that a lot. Let's do the mom now. Just uh, I, It I, feels a little less loving than, oh, for sure. than the Carlin. I mean, hey, Carlin's but, got but I still haven't seen King of Staten Island, and I've Jane heard Lynch. great things. What? Just Ooh, Jane Lynch. love Jane Lynch. What, for the mom? Yeah. I can be fine with that. I initially was going to cast Leslie be- Mann. And then I realized it was Leslie Mann. <laughs> oh, so that's great. then I did Judy Greer. She's Kitty from Arrested Development. She's like thirteen, going on thirty. Uh, yeah, she's like the. She's like the, yeah. I know who you're talking about. They the have enemy. a very similar voice, kind Isn't of. Isn't she turns in out. the um, Parks and Rec? Probably the Office. She, one of those two. She Fuck. is an all-time. No, I'm thinking. Of, I'm actually thinking of. Uh, she's an all-time, especially when her career started. She was not even a character actor. I mean, kind of a character actor. She was all time. Oh, that girl from that lady from. Oh, she's in. You're gonna snap your fingers more than twice. Yeah, like, trying it, to figure out. Her she name. was for. That's how I knew her. Oh, she's in. Uh, sh- she's she's Judy Greer. She's in. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thirteen thing go. Oh, she's on Archer. She's she's in uh, Rest Development, Halloween, Ant Man. She's Jurassic. become more established as her career's gone on, but. Before it's like, oh, she she walks by in uh, this movie. No, 100%. Oh, she's a Miss Congeniality. She's the secretary. She never a character name. True. Does anybody have a Mitch? Oh, I, Tina Fey was mine. Oh, for the mom. Whatever. You know oh, that works so, for me. She's uh, in Megamind. She's done some voice work. I like Tina Fey. Whatever. Just throw it out there. She'd do fine. That'd be actually. I okay. don't know how it'd be, but that's that's what I did. I'll give you the I'll give you the nod there. Um, Mitch. Uh, Mitch, the the brother, the, the the jockey brother. I did Paul Rudd. Okay, Matthew McConaughey. I like your Paul Rudd. I did. Um, I'm kind of. I'm a, uh, okay. Yeah. The I'm, only reason I, so that. I thought about people like Paul I was going to put right? Paul Rudd somewhere else too in this, and I couldn't the reason, decide. The reason I went against Paul Rudd is because it's such a monotone voice. You know what I mean? Like, I he, mean, it would be it would be a different performance. It would just be him being a meat. It'd be his improving meathead. Oh uh, well, I want what um who um he would do a funny voice. Yeah, he would do his own bra kind of thing. Well, then if we're, I kind of thought it'd be about his, that it'd be his surfing character from okay, uh, forgetting I'm, Sarah Marshall. Then I'm kind of along that line. I went. Jake, Did we? I went Jake Johnson or jo- oh, okay. I like him. Played Nick Nick in, from uh, New, Girl. New Girl. Okay, I like him a lot. I like him in Spider Man Into the Spiders first. He makes that movie for me. I don't, but I I, I was scared because of that character's you know. No, that works for me. I mean, so right, let's move on to Alvin. Did anybody have an Alvin? I did want to see that. I was going to put Paul Rudd maybe there, and it was gonna, he was going to be like the wet hot American summer, like jerk boyfriend of like, ugh, like just a jerk. But instead, I went Jonah Hill, and I just went someone with like sarcastic bitey comments. I think his improv would be better than his improv would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I went with the uh, stop motion staple, Seth Green. Okay, oh, I like Seth. That Green. makes sense. That actually, actually makes that's sense. better than mine. Um, he could do some sort of like stupid, and I could save you too if you want. Well, just think of all the off the hand comments. Just let Seth Green roll. So I went somebody who was in Monster House, so it's a little uninspired. Mm-hmm. But Jason Lee would be really funny as that oh, okay. character. Oh, that's good. We're so we kind of we kind of all good over. Picks, good yeah. picks, boys. Uh, who do we have as the uncle Pendergast? All right, let me go first. We may have a similar one, maybe not. I did Jeff Bridges. I, I also did Jeff Bridges. Do you guys want to hear my funny throwaway one that I think would make he, the... he is a perfect role for that, right? Like, that's... Yeah. You need someone still... Like, I don't need... even want to say mine. Well, who's yours? Because I... It was... Some kind of grumbly well, voice. Yeah, you, grumbly you voice. You need someone grumbly, but who's still huggable, who's still Danny like DeVito, fun. maybe. God, mine's so stupid. I'm going to say... It. I wrote down Rob Riggle. I mean... But... So it's, stupid, was dumb. I, he's how a, stupid I mean, are he's, you? I mean, he's... I'll, he's, I'll he's, take my notes. Relax. It's not <laughs> Oh, I mean, he's a comedian. <laughs> no, I, I, I like Jeff Bridges. Fi- it's a fine vote. Do you want to hear a funny uh, other option, though? Just have a Nick Nolte come up to the kid, be like, oh, "Hey, Nick it's me, Nolte. Nick Nolte, and I have something to tell you." If you did that, it actually would be a PG thirteen. Yeah, that's what I'm It'd saying. It'd be a PG thirteen <laughs> movie. I actually want them to Nick hand like Nolte. like stop motion of an actual lookalike of Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte. Be too scary. It's too scary. Be too, be scary. too scary. Yeah, that's PG thirteen. It's PG thirteen movie. That's PG thirteen. Then um, you lose your demographic. Let's move on to the sister. Um, I did, I did, I did a Jordan Jones. I did Emma Stone. Nice. Can't go wrong with her. And I know that people are going to be like, that's generic, but I like Emma Stone. So I also maybe did like a, I mean, I went generic. I know. I almost never used to. I I went like Kristen Bell. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. You could just, we all did the same thing. Just some voices. Oh, Reese Witherspoon actually could be a really good sister. Yeah. I like that one. All right. Neil. 
I don't think anybody did anything wrong. I actually Neil. didn't do. I didn't think of a Neil. How did you not pick Beans as Neil? Oh, that kind of works. Just yeah, that's, beans, that's pretty good. Dude. I don't know who Beans is. You know Beans what? from Even Stevens. Can someone look that up for me? You know what? I'm going to throw you a wild card because I didn't think of it. I'm actually going to put Shia LaBeouf there. Young Even Stevens is just kind of the goofy friend with a bunch of problems. It might be too much. It's it's not a weak enough character. He's maybe too energetic, but I have uninspired. Even Stevens then. Neil uh, sorry, and Norman. Uh, Shia LaBeouf then, right? Actually, he, Shia LaBeouf, yeah, should probably just be. An, it's a better Norman than a Danny uh, Tamborelli. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't sure. remember what his voice sounded like, but you but know, D- Danny Tamborelli. Like it was more like old. a this yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't I recall. He, he sounded like a smoker. I can't remember, but he looks. Go uh, for the glory, Huck. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Michael Berry. You're gonna love my. Norman. Uh, let's move on to Norman. Uh, Jordan, let's hear you, Norman. We're getting them back together, and I'm doing Elijah Wood. Young cool. Elijah Wood. Cool. Um, I want to go Iowa native, you know, my guy. Ooh. I, I can Elijah do, Wood. I can do someone who would be better in the live action, and I'm going to put Toby Maguire in there. That's someone who's going to be uh, off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> Young Toby Maguire, who I actually did was Mitchell Musso, who's just the voice from Monster House, because I just couldn't think, so I just took another kid actor. I could have just taken them. Yeah. I went Simba from Lion King and, John, and did JTT? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Cool. I'm cool with that. Thought about J-double-T. it. I thought about it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I like that. Like, if it's just a voice, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, it works. Any of those kid voices work. It doesn't matter too much. Yeah. They're all fine. It's a cop-out, but whatever. Um, I think that's kind of as deep as we're going to go today. I yeah. think so. Uh, let's uh, move things along to... Mount Welcome to Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, we do our top four list of anything. This week, we are doing, obviously, just claymo- claymation, stop animate. Oh, my God. Why can't I say claymation? Stop motion. Clay motion, but it's claymation. Uh, motion, stop clay. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken, stop motion. We're doing our top four Troy of Aiken? stop. <laughs> nice. Okay. Stop motion animate. <laughs> See? Stop motion. Move. Stop motion animated movies. What is happening right now? I suppose claymation. <laughs> Sum that up. <laughs> stop motion animated movies. We're, we're doing our top four of stop animation movies or just shorts or whatever. Um, I'm gonna just we're just gonna go around here in a circle. My number four, but the bottom of my list. This should be the top of my list because I watched it the most. Do but... your four through one, and we'll yeah, each do, do four. It. Don't do one right now. No, I'm doing my four. Oh, just four. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, no, I was saying. I was saying for how much I watched this as a kid, it should be my number it one. Be his one. It's Got it's it. Nightmare Before Christmas. I watched it so much as a kid, but now I don't Is that like whole it. Whole thing stop motion. Uh, yeah, claymation. Holy! Shit. I used to like it a lot as a kid, but I kind of don't like it as much anymore. But just because uh, I mean, I watched it a ton. I, I it's my bottom. It was so unique at the time, though. Yeah, it was so separate of anything, even like James and the Giant Peach. The way we compared this to other ones for my bottom, I will make that my bottom bread. I've kind of got a weird one because, admittedly, this is weird. I haven't seen any of the Tim Burton ones or Coraline, so okay, yep. I've got a different list. These are the ones I've seen and the ones I like. I'm gonna go happier, probably. The, do you you want to rent them? You, like, you should, I've should. obviously had the chance of 33, <laughs> and I've passed for whatever reason. I don't know why. Very interesting. I don't okay. know much. Um, what you got? I'm gonna go the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't seen it. Um, you know, if you like Wes Anderson movies, try this one out. Interesting. In fact, don't listen to my list. Cameron's and Mark's. Wait, hold on. Is that dog one? No, that's the Isle of Dogs. Came out a few years ago. I haven't watched that Not one yet. Not stop motion. Is stop also motion. claymation. Then I mean, I'm gonna pretty much be going up my list of things you haven't seen. But Coraline, it's I mean, they have the same caliber, same company, kind of a dark, scary kids movie. It's creepy. I like it. Uh, James and the Giant Peach. I'd have to go with that one because I have seen it. And really enjoyed the movie. Um, I will go my three. Uh, Robot Chicken. Just the entire show. Or do you have any specific? No, I don't have a specific. There's movies and there are. I mean, there's. No, I could actually call series. it a few episodes. I like that, though. Uh, are we on to number twos? My number two is, funny enough, this movie. It's Paranorman. I like it a lot. Enough so that we're doing it this Halloween. My, my one and two is going to be quick because my two is Robot Chicken, but my one is. Uh, actually, my one is Robot Chicken. My two is Chicken Run. Chicken oh, Run was a classic Like the Wallace and kids. Gromit, those, those guys. They're their own little um, park. Ardman Animation. What's your, uh, what's your number one? Um, so my number two. Oh, sorry, number two. My number two is the original King Kong. Okay, um, it's from nineteen thirty-three because, I mean, it's quite obviously stop motion the way they use it, 
But if you, you know, all, all movies you have to, de- yeah, the, the the Kong character, the gorilla. If you <laughs> in all movies you have to you display you know belief, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get <clears throat> into that movie and give it a second and just forget the fact that yeah, it's stop motion, it, it's really effective and you feel like it's a monster and it's really impressive, especially for 1933. I'd almost think even though it looks so gimmicky, it's it's as good as I like that you're pulling out a classic CGI one. And uh, the number one is Paranorman, just because I okay. like it. Uh, my number one, uh, well, my number two is Paranorman. Uh, my number one is Corpse Bride. Uh, you should watch it. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't. It's just, cl- well, because I it's, close, them it's, close, it's closer to like Nightmare Before Christmas than maybe some of these other ones, because it's still a little more lighthearted. I'll just do that. I'll watch all three of those. I, I'll probably like them. I like stop motion. I like darker themed stuff. Uh, also Tim Burton though just some honorable mentions uh Frankenweenie I mean it was originally his like short film live action I think but that clip- one's computer animated though yeah uh, it was under the stop motion I do have a question uh Mars Attacks was listed under there I don't, I don't know apparently there's some stop motion in there Kubo though was also really good from the same production company we brought I up mean, a few times you got Tim Burton's camp you got the Leica this one's camp and then you've got the what's your guys's the garment and oh Ardman was it Ardman Ardman yeah, those are like the three big camps. Right. You should check them out, all of them. I haven't, so maybe somebody else should say this message, but I'm 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 interested to see them. I mean, just props to those guys, right? Like you, you so I'm I sure they love. I, I'm sure they love what they're doing because they're artists and they're just using their medium to to make money essentially. But like three years on one project, like that's insane, right? I mean, I, I feel like that's still pretty similar to though, like to regular animation. Like all those projects okay. are like years. It doesn't I, I feel seem like, like this one is longer. It doesn't seem like as many people work on these movies though. The, I'm just giving them a round of applause. I no, think it's I more labor agree. intensive for these compared to computer animation because if you look at it, like a million people work on those. That's true. This is so impressive. I I, I like it more. It seems like more of a labor of love well thanks for listening to our take on paranorman uh if you like what you heard as always you can rate and review on your podcast app uh make sure you follow us on social media at cult classics pod and if you have any movie reviews you can write us at cult classics pod at gmail.com if you want to follow along next week for our halloween series uh make sure you check out nightmare on elm street and we'll check you next week Bye.